Hello, my name is Terry Shin, and today I'll be talking about why people move, how does where we live impact how we live, how did representative government develop, and how did slavery develop in America today, and their effects and connections to the colonial era. Uh, the reason many people moved during the colonial era was for many reasons, which were for more land, since Britain was such a close, uh, many people in Britain were so close-knit to each other. Uh, religious freedom, for example, like the Pilgrims, the Qu Quakers, the Puritans, and the Catholics, who came to America for religious freedom, uh, to move up the social hierarchy, since in, Brit uh, in Britain at the time, the social hierarchy was uh, very, it was rigid, and it was harder to move up the social hierarchy. Uh, the job opportunities, and just opportunities in general, and political reasons. Since the king was king's uh, rule was absolute, and is, and many people, uh, many many people wanted to break free from his uh, rule. And something this reminds me of that's going on in the U.S. today is that people move for the same reasons, uh, which are from more land, religious freedom, to move up the social hierarchy, job opportunities and opportunities mostly, and political reasons slash freedom. Uh, and, uh, how do, how does where we live impact how we live, uh, the places we live impact who we are, who, uh, how we live, because back in the colonial era, depending on, uh, where you live, your lifestyle would be different, like climate, geography, economy, and religion. Uh, just like climate, if you would, if you live in the New England, uh, colonies, the climate would be very cold uh, throughout the year, and the geography was very, the soil was very rocky, and uh, it wasn't good for farming. And the uh, the middle colonies, the climate would be, it would be a mild uh, climate, okay soil, the grounds would be okay for farming. And the southern colonies, uh, they their climate would be very warm throughout the year, uh, and the soil was rich and was great for farming, and yeah, and economy was the main re main way, the main reason of uh how uh where where we lived impacts how we live. Uh, for instance, if you lived in the northern uh the New England colonies, uh your economy or your uh main way of making money would be. Uh, uh, fishing, whaling, making boats, and stuff like that. And it, but if you lived in the middle colony, your main way of making money was uh, more like factory kind of industrial jobs and trading, because the rivers had uh, were the rivers there were kind of all connected and was great for trading. And if you lived in the southern colonies. Uh, your main uh, way of making money would be uh, farming, making large plantations, and stuff like that. And religion also uh, impacts, uh, depending on where we lived, impacted how we live. Like, if you lived in uh, northern colonies, you'd most likely be a pilgrim, uh, you'd most likely be a Puritan. Uh, and if you lived somewhere in, like, Pennsylvania, you'd be a Quaker, and 
yeah, depending on where you lived, some uh, you would most likely follow that religion in that uh, colony. Yeah, and something uh, that reminds me of that is uh, happening in the U.S. today is uh, depending on where you go, your culture and your lifestyle will still change. Like if any somebody from uh, Nevada moves to Alaska, things are definitely going to change. Like you're going to have to get used to the cold climate in the winter and like the humid climate in the summer and the culture, the people, the economy, like fishing could be a main uh, economic source that could change. And like the different lifestyles, like how there would uh, be wild animals like polar bears and moose just uh, running, roaming around. You probably have to get used to that. And yeah, uh, and how did representative develop, uh, government develop? Uh, representative government developed uh, pretty quickly in the colonies during the colonial era because uh, because of like the Mayflower Compact, the Virginia House of Burgesses, and the representative and that representative government was already kind of existing in Britain. Uh, when so like when the pilgrims came to America, they of course needed some laws, basic laws for the people to follow because since they were so far from the king's rule, they uh, they needed some sort of laws to follow. So they signed this thing called a Mayflower Compact, which were basic, uh, basic laws uh, to make like, keep an orderly uh, government for the colonies. And the Ho Virginia House of Burgesses uh, uh, this was uh, another example of uh, representative government develop developing in America, uh, because uh, when uh, people were uh, moving to Jamestown, uh, the uh, the Virginia uh, Company allowed uh, the colonists to take part part in their own government. So in 1619, the landowning males male colonists uh, made the House of Burgesses and uh, chose representatives. And this was like one of the first examples of um, uh, like uh, led, uh, the first example of like legislature in the North in North America elected by people. And the most um, important reason was how representative government was already a part was uh, already a part in people's uh, ideals or kind of uh, thinking because uh, these laws and principles of representative government were already present in Britain like for example like Parliament and so when the colonists came to America they kind of brought that way of the, those principles of representative government into the Americas uh, to use and something that reminds that reminded me of uh, that's going on in the US today is that thing uh, is that representative government in the US uh, there's still representative go government in the US today and the US representative uh, US's legislative branch which has the executive, the president, the legislative, the house, and the senate, and the judicial, the supreme court branch, and how we vote, who vote people to represent us to make the laws we want. And 
uh, how did slavery develop in America? Uh, slavery developed in America in the South because the South version of economy, the triangle trade, and the idea of slavery already being a thing to the English. Um, so during the colonial era, people in the southern colonies took advantage of like the warm weather, like throughout the year, the rich soil to grow crash, cash crops on these plantations. And since this job was very labor intensive, uh, uh, many, uh, so many people, uh, so it required a lot of people. So they, many people, uh, decided on using slaves because it was free labor labor and later slavery became like almost like the backbone of the south's economy and the triangle trade was another reason slavery developed in america the triangle trade was um made made slave tra traders huge profit hauling like human cargo from africa to the americas and this slave trading became like huge be uh, because the people in the south wanted more slaves so that you know they could uh you know have more uh more uh people to uh work for them or yeah and and uh slave uh um these slave traders made so much money off it so yeah and since it uh yeah they kept on you know enslaving africans to sell to these plantation owners and since another reason was that slavery was already an idea that went back to like the earliest civilization so when like the european colonies began colonizing the new world at like the end of the 15th century they were well aware of the idea of slavery as early as like 1300s europeans like were using black and russian slaves to raise sugar uh, sugar on italian plantations so they brought this idea with them when colonizing americas and this idea of of uh, slavery existing allowed slavery to come to America and develop in America. And something that reminded me that reminded me of this that's going on in the U.S. today is that most African American, the most majority of the African American population in America, lives in the South because of the history of slavery in the South. In July of 2017, uh, 41.4 million people in the United States were black alone, which represents 12.7% of the total population. And most African uh, Americans lived live in the South, lived in the South, which is 58% of the total black uh, black U.S. population. And that's all I have for you, uh, you today. And thank you for listening to my podcast.